This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And if at any point during today's show you want more information about what we're talking about, definitely feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. And while you're on the website, you can click on the radio page and check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play because we do a lot of educational topics. And so if you like today's show, you may actually go back and listen to some of the other things that are out there because it all starts with education. So um, before we jump into today's show, let me check in with my awesome co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you doing? Well, I'll tell you what, Tara, it's been a great week. Thanks for having me on the show again. And this sounds like an interesting topic. So uh, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Got a lot of questions ready. And I know we're going to have fun with this topic. It is an important one, though. uh, And I think it's something we all struggle with. So uh, it's going to apply to everyone out there, including myself. Uh, But I've had a good week just keeping busy. How about you, Tara? What have you been up to? Tony, I have been staying, you know, busy as always, but in the wintertime, I don't get to ride as much as I like. So I feel like I spend a lot of time taking care of the horses, you know, feeding them, putting out hay and not getting to ride so much. Oh yeah. In the winter, (laughs) in the winter, it's tough. I know my mom, uh, who's a a horse person as well and, and, uh, raised, trained and, uh, had horses, uh, her entire life. Mostly, uh, she recently had to give them up because of health concerns, unfortunately, but uh, but yeah, she, it's the same way. Winter is tough because you want to get out there and ride. The horse wants to run. Uh, winter can be a hard time for horses and uh, especially their owners, right? I, I guess I, I was having a less inspired version of they're big, strong animals and wish they could carry their own hay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, okay. I see. You're more, you're talking about the feeding in winter is a pain. Yeah. <laughs> when did well, I get course. these? These large pets that take work. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Horses. I, I appreciate your overview. Mine was much more selfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But, oh, believe me, I've done my fair share of horse chores over the years Yeah, and carrying hay and scooping stalls. Uh, that's, uh, yep. I've, I've scooped a lot of horse stalls in my day. Well, Kara. and then this is, yeah, I believe it, Tony. The, uh, this is going to be a big year of education, so I'm still doing my Air Force Reserve time, and with my new job, I have a lot of little classes to take, so I'm, it almost feels like I'm going back to a semester of college. Wow, I thought you moved up and they put you in charge, but yet you have to go back and take classes? It's it's an illusion, Tony. You're never in charge. Uh, well, yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. I, I understand. <laughs> One of my lieutenants actually asked me that last year. He was like, so when do I get to be in charge? I'm like, the, the answer is never. <laughs> the answer just, is never. You just have more and more things that you're responsible for. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I like so, that. 
uh, it's funny like because it. it's true. <laughs> it's funny now, uh, but uh, that's because tragedy plus time equals comedy. Exactly. <laughs> and it's more exactly. funny to the rest of us than it probably is to you. Right. Uh, having to deal with it. So we're talking about spending less today, and I know, uh, Tara, this is something that's hard for uh, most of us anyway. Uh, and But is it any different in retirement? Does it get any easier? Well, you know, I think I, we're, the title of today's show is Spending Less in Retirement, but I like to think of it, about it, Tony, that we just need to be aware of what we're spending. And because it's so easy when you're, when you're in retirement because you have so much more time. And with more time, you you have more time to go out to eat. You have more time to go shopping at Home Depot and Lowe's. And you have more time to go on vacations. So it's just a balancing act. It's almost like a a different awareness because when you're working, you're busy all the time. So you don't have to be paying attention so much to how you spend your money because you're at work most of the time. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Obviously, uh, yeah, you know, I spend the most money when I'm not working. I spend, that's when I spend money, obviously. And uh, Saturdays and Sundays are when I spend the most money. And when you're retired, every day is a Saturday and a Sunday, right? Exactly, exactly. And so it, that, this is where, Tony, it, it's almost like you have to take that time to, to be honest with yourself. Some people are very good at keeping track of their budget and managing things. Um, some people, not at all. And, and it, it's a mix, Tony, because I have, I have clients that will spend way too much beyond what they mean to spend. But then, Tony, I also have some of those clients that are such penny pinchers, they don't let themselves have any fun. So, you know, I think it's a balance always. You don't want to be on either end of that spectrum. But there's there's just so many different things you can look at, Tony. One of the things that can even work is, I think it's um, Dave Ramsey that has the envelope method and yep. where people put money in. And so even in retirement, something like that, depending on your personality, can be a good tool to say, okay, here's the money I can spend this month. And so when the envelope's gone, then I need to quit. And uh, so this is, it's just a good topic. But, but Tony, didn't we talk about this? Money is much more about emotion than it is about math. <laughs> Ah, yes. I think you've mentioned that before. But explain what you mean by that. Why is money more about emotion than it is about the actual numbers? Because you can sit down with a checkbook and a spreadsheet and see what the right answer is. But when you're in the moment of you're having fun with your friends or maybe flip side, you're having a bad day and you want a little pick me up. A lot of people, you know, make themselves feel better just by buying themselves something nice or getting a little reward or there's things with money that are tied to not necessarily stuff that you need and you can use it to solve emotional problems and I'm not saying it's good or bad but it it, it just depends on how you manage it obviously obviously and uh, so these things are important and you know we do let our emotions kind of uh, take control uh, sometimes and uh, I think we, as retirees, when you're in retirement, it's probably even more important to watch that spending uh, than it was in your working years. Well, I, and Tony, and this is what you're hitting right on the head, is the difference in retirement is you have a fixed income, where when you're working, a lot of us in our working lives, we don't really, we kind of have a general idea of our budget, but we don't sit down and balance the checkbook every month because we kind of know how much money we make and, and we usually spend within our means. But we know also that if we threw something extra on the credit card, took an extra trip, whatever it was, we're working and we're gonna get more money. And 
So that just kind of gets to be a mentality of in the back of your head, you're like, I spent a little extra this month, but I'll be okay because you know, I'm, I'm still working. Once you retire, you just have to be careful because you're just getting a finite designated amount that you've decided for yourself. So it's not like there's just this, oh, I'll just work a few more hours and then that'll make up the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Uh, it, it can be hard to make up that difference. So you have to watch uh, what you're spending. And so people often, I think it starts with how much you think you're going to need in retirement. And people probably estimate too low on what their expenses are really going to be, right? Uh, yeah. Tony, I, you know we've had whole shows on this because conventional wisdom says, well, once you retire, you're only going to need 75% of what your normal income was. And I don't believe in that at all. I believe plan for what you spend right now today because you, your, your expenses just don't go down because what happens is when you retire, you start to lose tax deductions. You usually you're getting your home paid off, your kids are out of the house. So you're you're having actually less tax deductions and you have more time. So a lot of people though, Tony, think, well, I'm gonna be retired and I'm not gonna need as much. And so like everything, Tony, I'm a planner by nature. <laughs> I'm a planner in my military career. You wanna plan for the, the worst case always because then if it's better, that's great. But I think a lot of people kind of undercut it and plan, say, well, I won't need all that. And then what happens is they don't leave any room for life to happen. Oh, yeah. And life does happen, right? I, we, I have found it to that. be true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what are some of the things we should be looking at here? I mean, obviously, um, there are a lot of little costs, but then there are some big things. Well, and, you know, and this is where it, it just so gets into the it depends because one of the things a lot of people do is downsizing a home but i know tony we did a whole show discussing how smart that is because it can be a good thing but it doesn't necessarily have to be a good thing but downsizing can be a great way especially i don't know how it is there tony but here in colorado people have these gigantic four to six thousand square foot homes and in the winter it's a lot to heat and well, yeah <laughs> And once the kids are out of the house and for two people, uh, sometimes, I mean, it's fine if you want it, but if you don't really need it, that can be something that you can do. And, um, you know, another thing that's that you don't think about very often is is your appliances, like your refrigerators, your deep freezes, those kind of things. If you get the, the newer, more efficient models, it actually can save you quite a bit in electricity and some of those other things. And so there's like a lot of little things like that that you forget about that you can streamline. You know, Tony, that's one of the things I really like to do with my clients is let's take a look at your overall budget and everything you're doing and figure out how we can make things more efficient first. Before I start telling you you can't go to Starbucks and have coffee, let's look at what you can just make more efficient. Right. Wow. I, I like that. Uh, you know, you mentioned appliances and I was recently talking with somebody that I work with and their dishwasher actually uh, talking about expenses that they weren't planning on having. Uh, their dishwasher was running and flames started shooting out the front of it. <laughs> that their, can't their, be good. <laughs> their dishwasher machine started on fire. So oh uh, that's an expense. And, well, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of expenses. But what about the big ones like cars and homes? You, you can actually uh, probably downsize or maybe get rid of a vehicle when you retire, right? Well, we just met with, with some new clients and, and had this conversation is they both have brand new vehicles and the the husband has this gorgeous three-quarter ton truck, 
But with his job right now, he drives 50 miles each way. <laughs> and so he's, he sat good. there and figured it out. He's spending almost, you know, $450 a month just in gas for the truck. And so we just said, well, have you considered that maybe you just want to get something smaller for your commuter vehicle? Right. And and so you, you have the truck and then, you know, that's your ride when you're enjoying your, your, your downtime. But just back and forth to work, you know, even like an old beater or something could potentially save you a lot. And then you don't have to spend the money on maintenance and, and all the things that go with it. So that was just an example. And and actually, it was through our conversation that that this client, he was like, you know, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And he just hadn't I just hadn't really considered it. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously that's something we all need to consider. Uh, if you have, I see people doing that commuting in these ginormous trucks that are spotless and shiny, don't have a, you know, a scratch on them. So they're not, it's not like they're farmers who need a truck and they're commuting to the office every day in the, in the big city. You know, it's like, wow, 13 miles a gallon uh, and, uh, and all the more insurance on that newer, bigger vehicle. Uh, when you could just get a small one to run back and forth to work. That's what I do anyway. And, and I think that's great advice. So, you know, we should take a quick break here, Tara. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, I definitely want to just say that if you're um, tuning into the show, please do visit my website, www.taraenolan.com. You can check out what Chris and I look like, because that's important, because you never know if we have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I do. And, and the vote's still out, but we don't know. But uh, yeah, Tony, Chris and I have actually set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers of today's show because we like to help people look at finding efficiency first before we start cutting. And and it we really, it, it's a really, it all comes back to that planning. So anyway, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for people listening today that want to really make sure that they are maximizing their budget as best as they can. The number is 719-210-4242. Just give Chris and I a call and we will set you up for that complimentary appointment. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for that, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more of Nolan Financial Radio and our host, Tara Nolan, after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And if at any point during today's show, you need more information on what we're talking about, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit our website, www.taraenolan.com. Sign up for iTunes or Google Play to listen to our educational shows. And you can actually even go back and look at past shows. If you're just tuning in, Today we're talking about spending less in retirement. And as we discussed before the breaks, spending is one of the few things that you can control in retirement. And what we wanna do, of course, ideally it all starts before you retire that you plan appropriately. And, but once you're in retirement, then we have to start going, well, how do I make, how do I maximize and be the, as efficient as I can? Because Tony, at the end of the day, retirement should be fun, right? 
It should be. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, you've been working and saving your whole life and, and a big part of what you've been saving and working for, a huge part and a huge portion of your life should be retirement and you should be able to retire comfortably and uh, do the things you want to do. And that's what we're uh, working toward. But Tara, I have to uh, jump back uh, to what you said in the introduction to this uh, second segment here. And we have a big announcement. And I don't even know if I've told you yet, Tara. Uh, I think I may have. But uh, for our listeners out there, uh, exciting news for Nolan Financial Radio. We are now available on Spotify. And this is big news because Spotify is the number one audio listening format out there now. It's surpassed iTunes even uh, for music and podcasts. And you can go listen to the show and listen to any of the past shows. They're they're out there right now. You can do it one of two ways. You can either uh, go uh, to the website. Uh, and what's the web address again, Tara? Sure, Tony. It's www.taraenolan.com. So if you go to taraenolan.com and go down to the ra- and click on the, the radio show link, you'll go to the radio page and there are three buttons there. There's an iTunes button, a Google Play button, and now there's a Spotify button. Or you can just, if you already have Spotify on your phone, your computer, your TV, or in your car, you just go to Spotify and you can search Nolan Financial Radio. That's really exciting, Tony. You hadn't shared that with me. That's exciting. (laughs) It's brand new. It's a brand new development. I wanted to make sure it was live and uh, up on the site and working and everything is. So I wanted to uh, say that, but let's get back into what you were talking about. Uh, Spending is one of the few things we can control in retirement, you said. And so when we're working to spend less in retirement, what else should we be considering? Well, Tony, the biggest things that we all should be considering with our finances is the, the emergency fund, right? We talk about it as we're uh, going through life. You know, when you have your young kids, you're very familiar with the emergency concept that there's always oh, yeah. something, <laughs> you know, you you come home and you're like, I just bought those shoes. What happened? Yeah. Or the dishwasher's on fire. <laughs> right. Or the dishwasher's on fire. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. No. So, but I mean, unfortunately, the biggest unknown known that we all have in retirement, Tony, is healthcare. Oh, and that's a huge one. And until Congress gets together and figures out something that's going to be uh, reliable, you know, once you get to be 65 and you have Medicare, at least you have some stability. But there's still always these unknowns with health care. So we want to make sure that a big part of your planning process, Tony, helps you account for that health care budget, because that's the biggest thing that can throw everything upside down. So, oh, yeah. healthcare care costs nowadays are huge and they... Uh, they don't just go up at the rate of inflation. It seems like they increase exponentially every year. Uh, yeah, they've got like their own little little planning thing. But Tony, this is, it seems like all the answers keep coming back to planning. <laughs> ah. And, and at, you know, my goal with clients is to say, um, how do we save money as, in case you have the emergency, but then still create the ability to use it if, if the emergency doesn't happen? You know, that's kind of the goal. Because like car insurance, none of us likes that, where you pay for your car insurance, the end of the year, you have a perfect driving record, you don't get your money back. No. <laughs> so, the, I mean, that's always the rub, is trying to figure out how do we plan for this to make sure that we don't create an even bigger problem for ourselves. Yeah, that's that's huge. You, you definitely don't. And, and I think that that's why it's so important to work with a financial professional, someone you can trust, someone like yourself, Tara, because 
uh, you want to make sure that you have planned for these eventualities and how much health care you're going to need in retirement. Because some people think, I'm not worried about health care because when I turn 65, I have Medicare. Uh, but that you still pay premiums. You still pay deductibles. Uh, you still have to have additional insurance to cover the gaps. And then there's, we haven't even touched on things like long-term care, right? You have to plan for these big expenses oh. like assisted living, nursing homes, long-term care. Uh, I've heard some quotes out there of prices like $100,000 a year it can cost. Tony, you are so spot on when you're talking about long-term care. And that's the good and bad of it, right? Because we're living longer. We're healthier. But Medicare does not cover long-term care. And a lot of people don't understand that. And it's really important because Medicare can cover short periods of time in a nursing home for rehab, like if you've broken a hip or done something like that, but it's a very short period of time. It's not long-term care. And, and that's a whole other thing, Tony, that we, ought, that we really haven't even touched on. And hopefully by the time you've gotten to retirement, you've included that as part of a good overall plan. Because Tony, a lot of times retirement planning is about protecting your income stream you know, protecting your pension, protecting your social security, protecting all those things you worked for so that some medical event doesn't just suck away all of your hard work over the years. Yeah. Well, so what, what can we do, Tara? What do you uh, tell your clients to do uh, to help them as retirees stick to a budget? And I hate to use the B word. Maybe we should say spending plan. Well, one of the things you want to do is is just kind of really sit down with your planner. And part of this is interesting, Tony, because when I help people make that transition to retirement, one of the big topics we have is, so, so what are you going to do? What's going to be your purpose and passion? You know, what's going to get you out of bed every day? Do you like to go hiking? Do you... Uh, have a, a project? Are you going to, you know, plant a garden in the backyard or, you know, what's going to be your thing that you want to do and figure that out. And then also, Tony, figuring out what's going to be your socialization structure, because you're not going to work every day where you have to be around people, whether you like them or not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and while being at home for the first month or two by yourself is, is awesome <laughs> if you're an right. introvert like me. Yeah. But after a while, you still need to have uh, structure and things that you're doing. So I always like to do things, I say deliberately. So once you've planned in your time off and your downtime, start looking at what you're going to do to create some structure for yourself. And it, the thing is, Tony, is there's things you can do that don't have to be very expensive. Right, right. And, and uh, there you go, uh, looking for inexpensive hobbies, things like that, right? Exactly, because a lot of times people will, especially when they don't, they're new to managing themselves. <laughs> and I say right. this with, I say this with love, Tony. But I work with a lot of engineers, and they have, oh. <laughs> they have been very dedicated and been in highly structured uh, environments. But the thing they have forgotten about is themselves, and they don't really know what do they like to do when they don't have something they have to do. Sure. And and so what what can happen is when you're in that gap, you can do things like just go to the movies or go shopping or do things that spend money because you just don't know what to do. Right. And so what, that's where I like to talk deliberately and, and kind of take some time to go, well, if you could be anybody you wanted to be when you grow up, what would you be? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And, I, and, I like that. That's a good it, way of looking at it. Well, because that's what happens, right? Once you retire, it's, it's, it's a whole nother chapter of your life. Oh, it is, isn't it? 
and yeah. you, and it can be so fun, but it can also, let's be honest, it can be a little terrifying. Well, yeah, and you've given us some good options and some great ideas uh, for spending less in retirement. Uh, what else do you want to cover today with this? Well, Tony, this one, this is a big foot stomper and everybody, this applies to everybody, everybody, is get yourself in shape. I mean, it's just the effort it takes to re- it reduces your chronic illnesses by exercising. It reduces uh, diabetes risk and all these. I mean, the, the statistics are just out there that the biggest thing you can do for yourself is to get in shape. And I can just tell you, Tony, I have since Christmas been off of refined sugar. So basically no cookies, cakes, donuts, sugar in my coffee. And Tony, it's hard. Oh, I will tell you me. what. Yeah. I, I am a full-up addict. I was actually reading that sugar can go, fill the dopamine receptors in your brain just like cocaine. So I am wow. I'm literally, it's, it's so it's, it's not just, it. well, it is in your head. It's hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is hard. And I, uh, you know, I have type 1 diabetes, so I've had to cut out sugar almost completely. I mean, I still, really? I still eat bread. And obviously, if I have a, a beer once in a while, there's sugar content. But I've had to cut back on that. But uh, fortunately for me, I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm I'm the odd bird that I don't like ice cream. I don't like cake. I know that's weird. Uh, but I do like, there are things with sugar that I love uh, still, obviously. And I still have cravings when they bring donuts in, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I go somewhere and there's donuts or, you know, I always, I my problem is bread and salty things, you know, uh, which I also have to watch. But diet and exercise, you're right. That can save us a lot of money when we hit retirement. And especially if we start when we're, you know, start staying healthy, as so- the sooner that you start, the better, right? It is, Tony. And I can just say that I'm I'm feeling better, but it's hard. But, you know, think about the how much time of your life you spend going to work every day, getting up in the morning, going to work, driving to work, coming home. You dedicate hours of your life to, to go to work and build that nest egg. Try to put a little bit of that dedication into yourself. Right. Right. Good point. Uh, I think that's a great tip. Now, guess what? We're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, It's already that time. Anything you want to add before we go? Oh, gosh, Tony, there's so much. But (laughs) the... (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just want people to think about just being deliberate with your retirement. I don't want you to feel like when you retire, all of a sudden life is scary and then you have to cut everything out and you can't do anything. That's not what the show is about. The show is about just being very deliberate, doing some planning, maximizing efficiencies, taking care of yourself. So I want people to, to come out of this with, uh, it's about being in control and taking charge of my life, not being at the mercy of my life because I didn't make good choices. Ah, that's great advice right there. Well, why don't you let our listeners know how to get a hold of you? Definitely, Tony. So anyone who has been listening to today's show that wants to get some help, a second opinion at looking at what they're doing with their retirement, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 to sign up for today's complimentary appointment. And that goes to the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. And you can also visit our website, www.taraenolan.com. Chris and I really like to help people make their lives even better. I know you do. And you do such a good job with your clients. And I know you love helping people. So uh, listeners, pick up the phone, give Tara and Chris a call. A great show today, but that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. 
Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.